0: We are the You speak your word to us in the name of jesus Amen. father we've come to hear from your throne of grace we've not come to hear on our own father what we've come to hear from you speak to us in the name of jesus Amen. lord i pray to you god that i the speaker you speak through me in jesus name Amen. father and the people that will hear from you this morning and i also father let your word minister to us in the name of jesus Amen every area of our life that we need the word that is coming out today lord let it be fruitful in the name of jesus at the end we have cause to glorify your name in jesus name we pray in jesus name we pray let's take our seats in the presence of god i greet everybody good morning in the name of jesus and i celebrate god in the life of my father pastor and I celebrate God in the life of my Papa, Pastor Imos Fashola. Papa, God will continue to strengthen you in Jesus' name. And the oil of God upon your head will not dry in Jesus' name. And I celebrate God in the life of every beautiful faces I'm seeing here. I pray that God will continue to strengthen each and every one of us in Jesus' name. Quickly, I just want to minister to Ross on a topic which I titled The Test of Obedience. Test of Obedience. Test of Obedience. From the passage we've read, we notice that God instructed Abraham to use his son and his only son which he has, Isaac, for sacrifice. God commanded Abraham to use his only son for sacrifice. And that which I, on my own, concluded that is a test that God has set for him. And that place made after that test God restructured or renew his covenant with Abraham. After that test, That's why I titled this, my message this morning, The Test of Obedience. There is a purpose why God has chosen to test each every man. And there is a purpose why Satan himself chose to test every man. The first thing I want us to look into is what is test. Is an examination that is given to a man that which we qualify him is either to the next stage of life or to win an award or a gold medal or that will qualify you to become a champion. That is test. And what is obedience? Obedience is to do according to the commandments which is being laid down is either by God, or by man, or by the constitution of a nation. Obedience is a law, or the rules of law, laid down by man, or by God, or by constitution of a nation. That's by following its commandment of God or man. But in the air we are talking about the test of obedience to the commandment or to the law or to the order of God. God has the purpose of testing every man. And God's purpose of testing every man is to appraise us to the next level of life. He said that for success or for promotion or for blessing. Satan his purpose of testing man it's either to pull you down or to kill you. That's why the book of John chapter 10 verse 10 says, Be teeth cometh not to steal or to kill and to destroy. And Christ said, But I have come to give man eternal life, life in abundance. I pray for you today that every point of test we get to will succeed. In Jesus' name, God tests to confirm strength. God tests man to confirm strength. Turn your Bible to the book of James chapter 2. God tests man to confirm his strength. That which happens in the life of Abraham. John, James chapter 2. Jacob. James chapter 2. Chapter 2, I read verse 22 of it. Seest thou how faith was with his work, and by works was faith made perfect. If you read this King James Version, if you read another version, it's talking about faith. The work. That means your strength. you will put it to achieve or the ability to put it to work that's why God tests man to confirm his strength. God has prepared Abraham his plan is lined up for Abraham but God wants to test Abraham to see if the capacity that Abraham has will be able to become the father of the whole world. That's why that test comes to me. If God has no purpose of making you to become a president, the test you are going to pass through will not be the test of becoming a president. Joseph, devil to run from sin. If Joseph could not escape the temptation of that woman and he got to that post, they made him a prime minister. Joseph will overthrow Pharaoh because he has already overthrown Potiphar. But because he is able to resist that woman from committing sin with him, you know, the woman immediately Joseph Commit that sin, Joseph has put aside the husband of that woman. But because Joseph is able to resist it, even when God promotes him to become the prime minister, Pharaoh said, he gave him the ring of authority. He said, only with this throne, I will be greater than you. That, that means we are equal. But only with this throne, But if Joseph is not able to escape that first temptation, he will overthrow Pharaoh. And even when they make him the storehouse manager to to be the one that will sell food to all the nations, Joseph will have been cornering some money to himself. Because he has failed the test. But because he passed that test, promoting to a higher ground. I pray for one of us this morning that that place God is about to take us to will not fail the exam. In the name of Jesus. Satan tests to corrupt and to weaken. We see that in Proverbs 17.3. Satan tests to corrupt man and to weaken man. Proverbs 17, verse 3. Proverbs 17, 3. If you are there, you can read for me. Proverbs 17, verse 3. The finding God is for silver, and the promise for fruit, but the Lord tries to Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. They have. Satan will always test you in order to weaken you from the journey we are embarking on. Satan knows that immediately Joseph, his brother, he has escaped from his brother. They couldn't kill him. He passed the test of the wife of Potiphar. And he succeeded in the prison. He knows that he's going to the palace. That is why he has arranged the journey to bring corruption towards his way. That once you fail in this point, you are not going further. And once you don't fail in this point, he has programmed another one ahead of us. That's why today you see so many children, so many students embarking on examine, examination by the practices the stage of writing wire. And even at that stage, when they get to the high institution, they will definitely cheat. A boy was caught in exam and practices in one of my school. And I looked at that boy. Before you know, he began to drag with the, uh, the lecturer that caught him. For you to know that that boy It's not today that he has started it. And even immediately they caught him. As he was preparing to bring that paper in. I'm just analyzing it now. I'm not in his heart. But I know that he has prepared that once they caught me. He said, I I know that I'm gone. But I will make sure that I do damage before I go. He has prepared his mind. Satan has set the trap for him. And he begins to walk in it. But if you fail to if you fail at the beginning, that means the next level you cannot attain it. But if you pass after the first stage, definitely you are moving to the next level of life. You will enter into the next level in the name of Jesus. Abraham walked before God for 35 years before testing him. You see that in 1 Chronicle chapter 10, verse 13? Abraham worked for 35 years consecutively before God tested him. He did not just begin to walk, and God said, let me begin to test you. No. That's why I said in one of my messages that if you are not tested, you cannot be trusted. If you are not tested, you cannot be trusted. You must pass through tests before you can be trusted, so that they can. Somebody will come and say, "I know this person; he cannot do that." But because so many today they failed the test, the trust is no longer there. I have the privilege to be in one office, and the person that was the principal of that secondary school, he is a deeper life man. And the PTHER man is from another denomination. And the church belongs to a mission. The school belongs to a mission. That is three people from different backgrounds, but one religion. Believe in one belief. And what is that single belief? Is telling us that we should not cheat, we should not steal, we should not lie. But these, these two people that they are working for this school, one of them, the principal comes to meet the man to tell him, the man I want to sell system for them, computer system, he said to inflate the money so that when you bring it to the PTA board, I guess they will reduce it to we tell them that it's this amount you want to sell so that I can get my the PTA chairman comes behind to tell the man that look, I will convince them to buy from you but this is my own shape. They fail the test. They were trusted, they were, they were tested, but they, they failed to be trusted. You will not fail in Jesus' name. Hey, test of obedience can come in different types of ways in life. I just quickly want to round up with this story of this man. There was a man walking along a narrow path. As this man was going, got into a place. His leg sheep and immediately his leg sheep The only surviving grace he had is to hold the stem of a tree, and he's dangling as he hangs on the tree, on the stem of the tree, and the tree is about to fall. And a voice come to him. He said, "Mister man." Mr. Man. The man said, Who is speaking? And the voice come again. He said, Mr. Man. Mr. Man. He said, Who is speaking? And the voice come the third time. He said, Mr. Man. Mr. Man. He said, Who is speaking? Then God answered. He said, I am your God. And God instructed him. He said, Leave that step alone. And the man looked down, that once I leave this step, I'm falling down. And they look front, the front is not able for him to go again, and they responded to God. He said, God, if I leave this thing, what next? God didn't answer. The first thing you need to do when you hear the voice of God is to obey. to obey and God tell him the next thing he said will you answer will you trust me once you can leave that step the man looked round, look around and he couldn't trust God the same is the same thing is applicable to I am you today how many times have God told you that that which you are holding in your hand keep it at my feet so that I can make use of it but you refuse that is why that which you are holding is still in your hand it's not increasing it's not decreasing that is why so many of us are not leaving the position we have because we have not let go anything we have not let go anything after a long while that this man couldn't answer God. He just paused. You know what next thing that comes out of his mouth? He said, is there anybody here to help? He begins to seek for the help of man. That is obedience is better than sacrifice. Test of obedience. It can come to you in any way. It can come to me in any way. God wants you And me. To leave those people that we are trusting upon. Maybe you have a brother as a senator. And that is where your focus is. That that is my help. Ah, I have a brother. And every day you are pronouncing to people that you have a brother there. But help is not coming out from that person. But what God is asking you to do is just. Keep that which you are holding in your hand at my foot. And I will do what? I will give you that which is in my hand. That which is in your hand can never be up to that which is in the hands of God. Because God carries what he used to fit the whole world in his hands. Hmm? But most of us today, we fail to drop that which is in our hands. God is expecting us to keep all our pursuit behind, all our anxiety, all our worries, all our sorrow. You want to pay your scoops, drop it behind. You want to build your house, drop it behind. But the Bible says, seek ye first. The kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be added unto. There is nobody that has ever given God that God did not pay back because he's a rewarder of they that diligently seek him and even serve him. I know the story of a child. Any time, this guy, his mother placed food on his table to eat. And his mother would tell him, eat. And he said, no. He said, the mother would ask him, what are you thinking about? He said, I have other children like me outside there. They couldn't eat this thing I'm eating. They have no privilege to eat food. He said, why not share it into two and give them half? But at the end of the day, that which... This guy, begin to do as from his childhood stage, leading to become great in life. Because he gave that which is in his hands, and God gave him that which is holding. What are you holding in your hands? Forget about your resources. You may be looking at it that giving God 1,000 naira is too much. Giving God 2,000 naira is too much. You don't need to be forced before you give God. Because God will not force you. The instruction God gave to Abraham, he said, go and sacrifice that boy. God did not say, if you don't go, I will destroy you. No. If you look at the beginning of the life of Abraham, God said, leave your father and your mother. And go to a land that I will show you. I know if God minister to you today. Or if God even instruct our Father to tell you or any prophet from any anywhere to say, leave your father and your mother. You will ask the mother what will I eat if I get there and where is that place? It's applicable to you and I. What are you holding in your hand? Are you like that man that God is asking that, can you trust me? And you said no. Are you like that man that God is saying, do you believe in me? And you said You keep silent? Are you like that man that God is asking you to leave that which you are holding? And you, still, you never answered? Yours may be seen. Let's turn our Bible to the book of Hebrews chapter 14. Chapter 4. Chapter 4. I conclude there. Hebrews chapter 4. Verse 14 to 16. If you there, you can read for me. And to help in time. Praise the Lord. Let me just read the verse 15 from here. He said, We have not an high priest which could not be touched with the feelings of our infirmity. That means the day that you drink gali, God knows. He is the one that provides. And the day you are going to eat chicken, He knows. Obedience, test obedience. That which you are holding in your hands, God is requesting you that you should drop it as his feet, so that you can take that which is in the hands of God. I pray for that person that can shout the better this testimony. That which you are holding in your hands, that is entering the blessings of God. Today, God will take that away. In the name of Jesus! He will obey God's commandments will receive the blessings of God. Let's rise upon our feet. He who obeyed God's commandments will receive the blessings of the Lord. I just want you to open your mouth and begin to wave your hands and say, Father, I am ready to obey you. The blessings which is in your hands, let it be released to me. I am ready to obey you. The blessings which is in your hands, release it to me. I am ready to obey you. The blessing which is in your hands, release it.